I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Guys, I have to apologize right off the bat here that I missed the Tuesday episode. Uh, it's just been a very hectic week uh, with between Christmas, we're going into New Year, and the big snowstorm, which we're going to be talking about today, that happened over the weekend, it, it, I was just exhausted. I couldn't, I couldn't function on Tuesday still. So I had to just skip Tuesday and we're jumping in now on Thursday. So thanks for joining me guys. I really do appreciate it. I am trying a new video recorder here and you can see some like a hole right up here in my ceiling. That's where all our pipes are for our kitchen and plumbing and stuff. And we had to rip that ceiling out because we had a new water softener put in and a new home whole home filter put in. And so we had to do some stuff and we haven't been able to get it repaired yet. So, and we're not sure we're going to we're probably just going to leave it open. We might even tear some of that wood out because unfortunately we have to, we might have to get back up in there at some point or the next homeowner, if we sell this house, we'll have to get up there some point and fix something. And so we don't want to cover that back up like the previous owner did. So it looks ugly. I'm, I apologize. I'm, I'm going shopping today for a background, like a a backdrop or something here to enclose this in so you can't see any of this behind me but it is what it is we're just gonna go with it for today thanks for joining me on the video or on the podcast i really do appreciate it these episodes the regular mowing in the dark podcast episodes can be found on youtube however i do a faith friday episode every Friday. Those can only be found on Rumble if you want to watch them on video. So you can go over to Rumble to the Lansing Lawn Service channel there and you can subscribe on Rumble. It's very simple. It's very similar to YouTube. However, their algorithm doesn't fault me for talking about the Word of God and and discussing what I want to discuss on their platform. And so YouTube Whenever I discuss faith things on YouTube, it definitely hurts my channel's algorithm, uh, all my stuff. And so uh, that in turn hurts the money side of it, which I do depend on to fund this podcast and the YouTube videos and things like that. So it's very important that I keep my money right on the YouTube channel. So we're working through that. Um, there, I've lost a lot of money on my YouTube channel over the last month. Some of that is normal. Some of that, you know, just with the mowing ending, transitioning into snow and not making a whole lot of, of full videos. A lot of the, the videos that I've been making are these podcast videos uh, because there just hasn't been a lot of work to do here in Michigan. And so I haven't had a lot of videos to, to make where there's a lot of action and things like that. And so the, the views have gone down. 
but the views have they're still up there but the money has plummeted and so while i still have a lot of views the money has gone way down so i'm trying to remedy that by moving all the faith videos over to rumble i know it's all confusing but if you want to hear the faith friday content and you want to see it on on video you have to watch that on rumble all right i, I apologize i wish i could put them on youtube it just it's not going to work uh, so the faith content is over on rumble as well as all the other uh, content that i make whether it's podcast videos whether it's a full-length video or a short um, those are all able to be found on rumble so you can go check that out check out lansing lawn service over on rumble um, and then of course you can find most of my stuff on youtube as well all right guys before we go any further let me play the show announcements and then we'll jump right into the snowstorm of my career for sure as a lawn care provider, do you want to make a year-round income? Are you worried at the end of the lawn care season because you don't know how you're going to make it through the winter? Then you need to check out the 12-month contract from the Mowing in the Dark podcast. This is the same contract that Aaron uses to grow his lawn care business. This 100% editable 12-month contract template is available for only $5.99. The contract has rock-solid terms and conditions, so you are protected from all kinds of liability in lawn maintenance and snow removal. Get your 12-month contract at mowinginthedarkpodcast.com today. All right, guys, we are back. So... As you just heard, check out that 12-month contract at mowinginthedarkpodcast.com. I've had a couple people buy that already. They really love it. So check it out. I, I would recommend it. It allows you, whether you do snow or not, it allows you to spread those payments out and it breaks it all down on the contract itself so that those payments could be spread out for 12 months so you get year-round income. This is really good for people that live in the north, but you can do this in the south as well. Now, it's not needed as much in the south because why? Because you have a lot more work to do in the winter in the south than you do in the summer or in the winter in up in the north. So, if you deal with snow or cold temperatures where you don't have a lot of work going on, I would really recommend a 12-month contract. It's what I use. It works great. It, it has been amazing this year. I love it. I'm loving it more and more. I've used it for three or four years now, but I, I'm loving it more and more. And so check it out. It's only $5.99 at mowinginthedarkpodcast.com. All right, guys, the snowstorm of my career. All right, this was a very difficult one. Now, we've had a, I've had a lot of snowstorms where we got a lot of snow, like nine to 12 inches of snow. In fact, I remember a couple years back uh, when I first got my snow, my straight blade snow plow for my Dodge Ram 1500, which I no longer have, uh, and I don't have the straight blade either. Um, we got overnight, we got like nine to 12 inches of snow. And I woke up in the morning because I, I had just a regular, a regular weather app and it did not say we were supposed to get that much snow. It was like four inches. But when I woke up in the morning, 
there was like 12 inches on the ground and I freaked out. I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to go. And I was so worried that I was going to lose clients and things like that. I didn't have a ton of clients, but I had maybe 16 to 20 clients at that time for snow. And man, I was worried. So I jumped up and ran out the door because there was just a ton of snow and it took forever. But that was not this storm. I, I can deal with large amounts of snow. This storm was way different. Because we had frigid cold temperatures. Uh, I mean, it was like, uh, there was points where it was 25 below here in Michigan. Uh, and that's during the day. The reason it was 25 below is because we had 50 mile an hour winds that were blowing across Michigan. And so it was super cold and it was blowing, so everything was drifting. We only got f- about four to six inches in in my area here, and it, it, it wasn't that much snow, but it blew, and so everything kept drifting over, and so I had to clear my clients three to four times. Some only got cleared three, some got cleared four. Overall, though, everybody got cleared at least three times. It was ridiculous. I mean, I was exhausted. Just after day one, I was exhausted because the the wind, the cold, you know, because I, I cleared the sidewalks too because I knew they were going to drift over again and I didn't want to have to deal with two feet of snow drifts. So I, I cleared all the sidewalks the first day and uh, I have like 35 clients for snow removal. I have three commercials and the rest are our driveways, but the, the commercials are fine. I don't, there's only one that I have to salt and all three were closed over the weekend because it was the holiday weekend. So it wasn't that big of a deal if I couldn't get to them right away. However, I wanted to keep them fairly cleared because again, drifting coming off the buildings, it was really bad. And so the commercials, I think I only cleared twice. There might have been two that I cleared three, but I think I only cleared all of them twice. Uh, but the, the driveways, I cleared everybody three times at least because it was just, the drifting was so bad. And it just seemed like the snow would not stop. And here in Lansing, because of the winds, we, we're not close to Lake Michigan. We're, we're like an hour and a half away from Lake Michigan. However, with those winds that were coming off of the lake, we were getting a lot of lake effect snow with this storm. And so after the main storm had passed, because of the cold temperatures and the wind, the lake effect, what we call the lake effect snow machine, was still ramped up and it was still snowing and blowing here. And so we had to keep going. I had to keep going. And so... Uh, The first day, my son Marcus came out with me, so he did a lot of the sidewalk clearing, which was really nice. It was really nice. I paid him well. I paid him $13 an hour to come out with me. Uh, He's he's 12, so that's really good money for a 12-year-old, and he worked really hard. He was exhausted. Um, I wanted him to come out with me the second day, but he he wasn't having it. So um, he was just too sore. And I, I, I don't blame him. I don't, you know, I really wished he would have come out, but I understand. Uh, so the second day I cleared everybody. Well, I cleared the first half by myself. 
uh, just me and the snowblower. And then it was Christmas Eve. And so actually the whole family piled in the truck and we went all, all went out together to clear the second half. And that was really nice. That was really valuable time that we got to spend together. Uh, my boys worked together to clear uh, porches and sidewalks and, and in front of garage doors and things like that because we wanted and I wanted to make sure that people could get out for Christmas if they had Christmas plans. It was very important to me with this storm that everybody could get out of their driveway if they needed to. And a piece that nobody really talks about with snow is communication. And especially with a snowstorm that was this long, this spread out, you know, 36, 48 hours or even more than that of a snowstorm, I communicated every day to my clients, sometimes twice a day. And I was asking them like, what does it look like at your place? Are you drifted over? Do you need to be cleared? And you know what I was doing, where I was at in my list, in my route, when they could expect to possibly be cleared out, just keeping that communication open through email and text. I didn't call anybody. That's what that that's why a CRM is super important because if you don't have that ability to send mass text messages or mass emails, it is you're you're losing out because there is really a lot of value in communicating with clients. And one of my clients wrote back and said, we are so enjoying these, this communication you're giving us because I don't think the person that they had before really communicated much. And so I try to, when things like this are happening, I try to over communicate so that people know what I'm doing. I'm not just sitting at home on my butt. Now, if I, if I did stay, go home and take a break, I let them know. Like every time I went home in the middle of the day to take a break, to lay down for, for an hour or two, I, I sent communication to my clients, letting them know, Hey, I've been working really hard. I'm just going to take, you know, two, three hours of a nap here just so that I can kind of keep going because I was exhausted. Day two, I was exhausted. I was at the end of my rope and just I had to keep going. And that's what this storm was for me. It was just, it was really hard. It was difficult. And so uh, we we got through the first two days, which was the day before Christmas Eve, then Christmas Eve. And then Christmas, I, I made sure we worked late. The whole family worked late Christmas Eve to get everybody cleared out. Everyone had been cleared that day. And so I figured it, it kind of, the snow slowed down. It wasn't blowing quite as much at night. So, uh, I figured, you know, people aren't going to be drifting over too much. And so we're only going to get like an inch, inch and a half of fresh snow tonight. So they should be able to get out without any problem on Christmas. So I took Christmas off. We, we, took Christmas off. I did plow one customer because I did tell everyone, I communicated to everyone and I said, I'm taking Christmas morning off. However, if you need to be plowed, if you're, if you're drifted over and you've got company coming or you need to get out, I will plow people by appointment only. So I had one customer, one client contact me and say she needed her driveway plowed because she was having a bunch of people over for a Christmas evening meal. And so I had no problem doing that. She gave me a great tip. It, it was wonderful. 
and it, it took maybe an hour of my day. So that wasn't bad at all. The rest of the day, I was able just to sit and relax. And then the day after Christmas, went back out early and started clearing again and cleared everybody again uh, just to make sure that they were all cleared out. Uh, they could get where they needed to go if they needed to work or whatever. So it, it was very important. And so it just, it worked out. It, it was tough, but my planning, I, I sat when, when the storm was coming in, I sat and I tried to plan out how I was going to work this route, how I was going to do things because I have clients that have medical issues that need to get to, they have medical appointments every week and they need to, they have like, I have one client that has dialysis. If you don't know what dialysis is, you need dialysis to clean your blood to get all the, the contamination out of your blood so that you can continue to live. And this particular client of mine has to go to dialysis three to four times a week. And so basically, because I knew I was going to be on the holiday weekend, I, I built my, my route around her specifically because I didn't know if she had to go to dialysis over the weekend, but I knew that she needed to be cleared no matter what, because with dialysis patients, there, there's a whole sort of things that could happen. You know, medical personnel might have to be called to her home. You never know. And so I, I kind of worked everything around her and that worked out well. And, and I, I, I try my best to accommodate clients that need me. Like they, they have to have my service especially for snow. And this lady definitely does. And so I worked everything around her as much as I could. Um, and it worked out. So I just, I had to sit down and plan. And I, I thought about this the night before the storm. I didn't sleep hardly at all because I was just going through my head. What do I need to do to clear all my clients, to get everybody cleared out, keep everybody happy. And it just worked out. It just, at the end of the day, at the end of the storm, everyone was cleared. Everyone was happy. Everyone got to their holiday plans like they wanted to. Everything worked out. And so this storm was very difficult. This was the hardest storm I've ever had to work uh, in my short snow career. I've been doing snow for maybe four years with a plow. And so this was definitely by far the toughest and the longest. So if, if you guys, if anybody listening to this worked this snowstorm, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It was just brutal. Um, it really tested your endurance and your, your stamina. It, it tested how long you could be awake because I mean, I'm sure some guys stayed awake for 36 hours. I did not. Um, I, after that first day I came home and I slept, I had to, and it, because I didn't sleep a whole lot the night before. And so I had to, I had to sleep. I couldn't function anymore. And I felt like I was going to, uh, be, I was going to do something stupid. And so I had to, get some sleep. And so it, it all worked out in the end and it was just, it ended up being really, a really good 
good time, uh, especially when my family came out. Um, that was really nice. Uh, I enjoyed that immensely. Um, my wife didn't get out of the truck. She's got some asthma thing going on with cold weather and she coughs a lot when she gets out in the cold. So she couldn't go out and, and help with this, but she sat in the truck, listened to music or whatever. And, uh, the boys got out and shoveled and I did all the plowing. They did all the shoveling, most of the shoveling. And it, it just worked out. It was just, it was a sweet time with my family. Uh, that, that Christmas Eve night, our town sends a Santa around the town and they hand out these stockings, what they call stockings. And it's just little stuff, candy and stuff like that. And so they were going around doing that while we were out plowing, but we stopped by the fire station and asked if, you know, our boys could just get theirs there, theirs there because we were going to be gone plowing. They said, sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. So our boys got their stockings and then um, the boys decided that they wanted to give away their stuff to the people that we were plowing that were home, obviously. And so they got to do that. And that was, that was fun for them, uh, to be able to give things away and say, Merry Christmas to these people. And so it was just a sweet time with my family on Christmas Eve. Uh, that's probably one that I'll remember for a very long time is being able to go out and plow snow with the family, just spend time together and, and do fun things. And it was work. I mean, it wasn't necessarily fun. We would have all rather been home, but we were together and we were working together and that's what made it special. So uh, this overall, that's what I'm going to remember most from this storm is just being able to spend time with my family. Um, since, since our family has started doing what we call family worship at home at night, it, it, we only do it for maybe 15, 20 minutes. We sing a song, we read some Bible, we choose or we have a list like it goes from my youngest and it goes around to the to the oldest, which is me. And every night, one of us will read a chosen passage of scripture that we want to read. And so we've been doing that. And then we do our little catechism thing. It's just, it's brought us closer together and I, I really enjoy being around the family. Now, is there times when I don't? Sure. Yeah. Like my boys have been home for the last two weeks. They're going stir crazy because they've been inside. They're at each other's throats. They're fighting. They're wrestling. They're doing stuff. But when they're quiet and they play Legos together and they're nice to each other, that's wonderful. So <laughs> it just is what it is, guys. But it's been a great time over this storm, over the Christmas season. This is probably one that I will remember for a long time. I hope you all had a very Merry Christmas with your family, with your friends. Um, uh, it's my prayer that you weren't lonely or depressed or, or anxious. I, I, I just hope that everyone listening to this had a wonderful Christmas time. I know it can be a very stressful time of year for a lot of people. It can be a very lonely time for a lot of people. And so I, I just pray that you had a blessed Christmas. Um, and if, if you're in the Michigan area and you're listening to this and you're lonely during the holidays, hit me up, hit me up. You can come to my house. All right. 
I, I would hate for anyone to be alone at Christmas time. Uh, you can come join us, be a part of our family, be a part of what we do at Christmas time, and and just have have a good time. All right, you can come. We we pride ourselves on having a stress free house. At least we try to, and so we we don't demand things of ourselves when we're at home, especially around Christmas time. We, we order a meal in. So my wife will get a meal from Cracker Barrel and we'll do, she just has to heat it up. And so she just throws stuff in the oven. Yeah, it takes some time, but it's less time than it would take if she made it all from scratch. And so we do that so she can spend more time with the family. And so there's less stress and we just spend time together. We enjoy each other. We play games and things like that. So if you're lonely around Christmas time or or New Year, if it's the New Year, you're feeling lonely, hit me up. This year, hit me up. I'll talk to the wife. I'll talk to the kids. You can come be a part of our family, all right? Uh, because this is something that I feel passionately about. Do not be alone at Christmas, the holidays. Don't be alone. Reach out, all right? Reach out, be a part of my family. We would love to have you, all right? So with all that being said, I know I repeated myself a little bit there, but with all that being said, thank you so much for watching this or listening to this, whatever you're doing. I, I, I hope you had a Merry Christmas, and I hope you had a great snowstorm experience. I hope it was fun for you. Uh, but anyway, that's it for this episode, and I will see you in the next episode episode.